It's the DSC and Bob Show, no number. Super special contraception episode. You say that bit. It's the Desi and Bob Show, no number. Super special contraception episode. I'm going to leave all that stuff at the start anyway. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you make me do that? Uh, for lols. Oh, I've got your lols right here. Yeah. Why don't you okay. show them? Never mind. And he's already picked that you've had one no, uh, two and nobody's had anything. <laughs> She's getting good at it. She would go, yep, he's an eighth of the way through his third second bill. But he hasn't eaten much today. Okay. Bobby's <laughs> fine. Anyway. Moving right along. Okay, so this is what's happening, you guys. Um, we've been, well, I've been researching a lot of uh, contraception mm. thingies, and I know we've been meaning to do this for months. I've been meaning to research it for months. I've been meaning to hear about it for months. <laughs> exactly. So we're finally doing it. In this episode, what you'll hear is um, the research... Oh, fuck, I forgot the thing. Um, the research that I've done and the options out there for female contraception and, well, one option for male contraception. Yeah, there's not many, is there? No. Um, but, yeah, so if you're not interested in hearing about what we're using, what we've used in the past and stuff, what I've used in the past, um, or anything like that for yourself. Skip it. Then skip it now. That's why it's not going to number. Um, now, give me one second. You just hold that for a sec. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, while I'm getting the other stuff, start with an intro. If there was a male contraceptive pill, would you take it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's you want to answer me to answer that question? Yes. Uh, if there was a male contraceptive pill, um, what are the side effects of the pill for a male? Um, Weight gain. Weight gain. Yep. Moving right along. Uh, loss of libido. Oh, really? Well, not for me. <laughs> mm hmm. For other people. Um, yeah. Like normal people, there's a loss of libido. Oh, really? With the with the female pill? Yeah, yeah. A lot of them have, like, some some women, like, through my research, I read about. Can they hear me? Yeah. Oh, good. Through my research, I read about, like, more than a few women saying. Oh, oh, yeah, I tried that option, but I had no libido at all, so I had to stop doing it. Oh, wow. Fuck, where the fuck is this? I don't know. Are you coming ill-prepared, honey? Yeah, here it is. Wonderful. Oh, I thought I was. <laughs> Would I take it? Oh, well. Mm. Well, see, with, with the libido thing, because my libido uh, is freakishly high, mm. and yours is average. Mm. So, it probably wouldn't be good. Yeah, you're a horny motherfucker. Yeah, I know, but look at my parents. My parents are both ridiculous. They're like rabbits. Yeah. So, I mean, of course. Um, look at my brother. Like, <sighs> we come from a very <laughs> sex-wanting family. Um. Yeah. So. Okay. So, uh, okay. Uh, I mean, basically, with the male so contraceptive pill. So, i weight, and I won't want to have sex anymore. Mm. And your skin will even out. Oh, well, your skin's... You don't get pimples anyway. No. I would probably, um, give it a go. Okay. Yeah. And there's no, like, physical... Uh, sorry, permanent side effects or anything, is it? It's just... Like, if you stop so. taking it... You know, you just return to normal over, you know, a couple of months or whatever. I think so. Yeah, yeah I would give it a go. Because, uh, you know, the weight gain thing, for me, might not affect me as much, A, because I'm a male, and B... Well, because your yeah, males lose it quickly. And stuff. Yeah. Okay, so... 
basically my history with contraception has been um, I started having sex about mm. two months after my 20th birthday. Mm-hmm. So pretty late. And um, I used condoms and, I mean, you know, I didn't know any better. And then the first time I didn't use condoms, you know, it was like, oh, my God, this is just so wonderful. So uh, I guess that brings us to the option of condoms, which I don't know. I, th- I don't think they're very reliable. I mean, I've mm-hmm. had them break on me and, like, funds I actually had to, like, kind of dig around and get it. Ew. Like, the tip of it was so disgusting. But he was okay with semen, we'll say. He's, he Ugh. disgusts me. <laughs> but anyway. Yes. Yes, so that was really unpleasant. And I don't know why, but seriously, you guys, if we... Like, if there's some weird thing with, you know, my pills, if I'm changing them or if I accidentally miss them or if I'm on antibiotics... Hmm. We usually just have no sex instead of condom sex. Yeah. We tried the vibrating ones, and that was just like a cock ring, which yeah, was cool weird. for me. I liked it. And I'm like, to Bobby, do you like it? You're like, oh, no, yeah, no, oh. It was it's weird. I <laughs> oh, should I take it off? No, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I mean... We, we do, we've found a few brands that are kind of okay, but I just, they're gross. And then there was the, the chocolate flavour ones that were blue. Oh, that was so weird, but they were dark blue. Oh, yeah. So it made your doodle look like he was... Dead cock. Yeah. Dead cock. That was really strange. Yeah. That um, was rather odd. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I don't like condoms no. at all. Although I do like the fact that, you know, the boy comes in them, so afterwards... He takes it off, and the girl's fresh as a summer daisy. Instead of being all, like, you know, half an hour later, sneezing and going, Oh, gross! Oh, oh, why? Oh! <laughs> um, <laughs> so apparently we're working blue this episode. As opposed to... Can you not play with your iPhone? I don't know if I can. Okay, so the first pill I was on was when I was 20, and... It wasn't microgynon, but it started with an M, and it was, like... That's you. Oh, can you pass it to me? Um, okay. What is it? Just a sec. Oh, it's flashy! We'll talk about that on the on um, Monday's podcast. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm so glad. Um, okay, so anyway. It was M, it started with an M and it was something 28 which was like 30 milligrams of estrogen or something. And I was fucking psychotic on it. But I didn't know Mm. because I didn't know the side effects of the pill. Mm. And I was going through a very traumatic time. And it was just like, I mean, I'd been single for like three years, you know, from kind of halfway through year 12. You know, I had a boyfriend in year 12 for like exactly a month to the hour. Um, That's tragic. Isn't it? Was it a lunch break? No. We, I went to a girls' school, remember? Oh, was it um, after school? Before school? I don't know. What are you on about? Anyway. So... You're insensitive and don't listen to me. <laughs> so then, you know, I was single for ages, and then suddenly, like, I had, you know, I started seeing this guy. Like, I love you. I love you, you. I love you too. I started seeing this guy, and he was awful. He was really, really nasty and yeah. terrible, and... 
I actually want to remove his testicles. Yeah, yeah. I just hope I never see him again. He was really wrecked me. Be all Um, so serious on his cock. And so that was kind of. (laughs) So that was kind of up and down, like emotionally, anyway. And then I started going with Funzo and, you know, first long term relationship and whatnot. So it was always high emotions, and we fought all the time. And so I was on it for I think like two years, maybe. Mm. And then my mum said. Oh, go and give us some of that. Because I had a healthcare card then, too, so it was like $2 for, or $4 or something for three months. Um, which is really good that they do that. And mum said, I'll buy a, a month off you because she was going camping and she wanted to skip her period. Yeah. Right. So she, you know, and she used to take the pill all the time. It was mummy, stop having baby pill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so she uh, took it and she's like, oh my god, I had to stop taking it. It made me fucking psychotic. It made me cry all the time, all this, and ah, oh, how do you do with that? And then I kind of realised, oh, maybe it's not so good, actually. So I talked to my doctor and she put me on a lower estrogen one, which was mm. microgynin? Mm. Microgynin something. Um, which was still not so great. I had it for about a year, and um, or a bit more. And it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. And I was put on Yasmin, which is what I'm on now. And I've been on that... Have I been on that since we've been going out? You ch- I changed, you changed over, over the early yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've probably been on that for about, what, three years? Hmm. A bit less than three years. I remember you saying, oh, it's so much more expensive. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. Because it's, it's like $60 for three months. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've been on that for three years. And it's a low estrogen one, but it still has estrogen. And it's good because if you forget to take it, um, you've got a day, you know, like, usually you forget to take it, oh, you're probably pregnant now. Yeah. Whereas with this one, you forget to take it in a day, you can take it tomorrow, mm. and it's usually, you know, it's okay kind of mm, thing. Mm. But if you miss two, then it gets bad, or if you're on antibiotics. So, I mean, that was good, but that brings me to Yasmin. Now, I should say before I do this, I did like a bunch of um, kind of, opinion seeking on the internet um and it was maddening like everything i say here um you've got to remember every single method of contraception i researched for every opinion the exact opposite opinion was also there Mm -hmm. so with yasmin people said it made me gain weight i ballooned up Mm -hmm. i I gained five kilos straight away and people say i lost two kilos straight away Mm -hmm. you know it made me miserable I, you know, I had no side effects. I broke out. It cleared my skin up. Mm-hmm. I had terrible cramps. My period was fine. Like, mm. it's ridiculous, the yeah. amount of, um... That means it's got nothing to do with anything. Well, no, it means that every woman's different. Yeah. You know, like, I've had people swear by microgynin, and yeah. it poisoned me. Yeah. You know? Um, but... Uh, was it monofem? The other one? I don't know. Um, but yeah, basically why I'm doing this is because I do still get surly Thursday, I get a bit teary, um, but mostly for my weight loss because the polycystic ovary syndrome um, makes it very, very hard to lose weight and the pill also inhibits it. Like um, someone on my blog, I forget who, ages ago, I think it was um, this this girl at My Shorts, she's a, te- a teacher in Tasmania, she said that her doctor actually took her off the pill because she wasn't sexually active, mm. and she was trying to lose a few kilos. Mm. And they said, well, first thing, off a pill. 
And also because you're not meant to be on it for more than like five years. Oh. Um, because it fucks you up, and they say it doesn't. But yeah, I've been skipping my periods um, for about oh, a long time now, about a year and a half. Yeah. And I've had one period in that time. Oh, that was not fun. No, it wasn't fun. But this is grouse, the not having periods. Yeah. Uh, I asked my gyno and she said it was fine. So anyway, Yasmin. Now, um, a lot of people said they had the same experiences as microgynon. You know, they were emotional before the period. Mm. Um, a lot of people said they were moody. But then some said it stabilised after a few months or a year. Uh, a lot of people said it cleared the skin. There was no refuting of that. Um... Some people said migraines and upset stomachs. I've I haven't had a Never migraine on it. I don't get headaches really. I mean, I sometimes I do, but not very often. Um, That's hard to pinpoint a migraine to the pill if you well if only, you don't if you're taking it every day. Yeah, but if you don't get migraines and then suddenly the only thing that's changed is that you're getting migraines, like well, yeah, some Maybe, some would say they were getting how daily. Often getting the migraines. No, no, but daily that was, it migraines. was like frequent. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um. And a lot, a lot of women were saying it was much better than other pills. I found that was not really refuted. A lot of people were like, I was on this pill, now I'm on Yasmin, it's fine. Other people saying, I was on this pill, I'm on Yasmin, and it's the same. You know, no, no one really said, I was on Yasmin, that I changed. Um, and weight gain was mixed, but most said it was not a problem. Hmm. So, there's that. Yeah, not weight gain, but what about weight loss? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, okay, so that's, that's the one pill that I researched. Yeah. Um, now let's go with the Nuva ring. It's spelled N for November, U for up, V for Victor, A for Apple, ring. Um, all one word. Now, my doctor said, oh, now, because I, when I researched them, she's like, oh, I was going, I haven't sold any women on this yet. And I'm like, fucking pussies. Us. Yeah, well, I, like, I'm thinking this in my head. Well, I'm not most women, Doctor. <laughs> you know, I think, oh, well, most women like sex in the city, you know. I, I, I think, and then just, if, information booklet, just tell me what's written in pen there. No, underline, underline, cross. <laughs> in big letters, no. Neuvering, okay, you know it's bad if Laura... Sorton, TV personality, has an endorsement on the first page. Oh, she's she's like, I find Nuverine completely revolutionary. It's made my life so much easier. With just one application, you're in complete control of your cycle for the whole month. Like everyone, I'm very busy, so not having to think of something every day is fantastic. It's so simple to use. You don't feel it and it stays in place. Oh, Jesus. You don't feel it and it stays in place? What is it, a diaphragm? Well, what's more... Uh, well, I should say... With the pill, because I'm usually super organised, having it, taking it once a day is not a problem. I mean, it's a hassle, but, you know, I, I've i probably missed it, maybe, in the last... Oh, fucking hell, I've been on the pill for six and a half years. Mm. Around that. Mm. Shit. Oh, no, probably six years. Mm. Fuck. Why is she doing yoga on the front? Is that a sexual position? Oh, no, she's just being healthy. Healthy and happy. Yoga. Anyway. Show me what you do. Okay, I'll show you what you do. Um, so, yeah, in that time, I've probably only forgotten it, like, 15 times, which is mm-hmm. several thousand times I've taken it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what is Nuvering? Now, Nuvering is a contraceptive ring that you insert into your vagina once every month. Once inserted, Nuvering steadily releases a low dose of hormones that prevent pregnancy. 
Like the pill, it makes your period predictable, but you don't have to remember it every day. Mm. It's made of clear, flexible plastic. Mm. Now, it's about... Oh, it looks like it could encircle a 50-cent coin. Do you reckon? Yeah. It's like, you know, those bottle... Like, you know, um, say, like a Coke bottle or a water bottle... Uh, when you open the lid, like that ring that's left behind, that plastic ring, it looks like that, but larger and, you know, more bendy and clear. It's made of surgical quality, clear, flexible plastic. Uh, So, so once it's inserted, it takes on the shape of your vagina, similar to the way a tampon expands during a period. Unlike a tampon, though, NuvaRing is made of non-absorbent inert material, so it won't interfere with the natural lubrication of your vagina. Um... But it looks like a lot of hassle. Yeah. Like, you put it in, and it kind of, like, blocks it. So it is like a diaphragm. It's like an IUD slash diaphragm, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, like, squish it and chuck it in. Um, and you, you're you not meant to feel it. And if you do, it's like a tampon. If you do, you just push it further. But the one hassle... Um, okay, so you put it in. Three weeks, you're fine. You don't need to worry. Um, but then it says, uh, you won't have a period once it's in place. Uh, but if you have breakthrough bleeding, you can use a tampon. And then after three weeks, you take it out and throw it out. And then one week later, you have a period. And then one week later, you put a new one in. Mm. Um, and it says it's sturdy and stuff, but it just seems like a real hassle. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you can, like, chuck it in and take it out yourself. Like, I think you and might have, have to, to go to the doctor. So yeah, fuck Yeah, that. yeah. Um, fuck that. But it, it's... Uh, it won't cause toxic shock syndrome, like the peri- uh, like tampons may do. Though there's not really um, good evidence for that. Um, it doesn't... If, I mean, none of these ones that I'm doing... Uh, protect against sexually transmitted infections. I'm, I, you know, we're saying this as solely contraception. Um, so you like hook the ring. <laughs> see that? I can see it. You, you insert so a finger a into your vagina. It, no, it's not. It looks like it is. And like you hook the ring with your index finger, or grab it between your index finger and middle finger, and and like drag it out. It's weird. You would think having a lot of sex with someone with a huge cock would push it right in. But see, that's bottom, so it's just kind of banging against it. It would maybe be uncomfortable, though. Um, well, we'll get into that, but we're lucky you don't have a freakishly long doodle. Well, you know, for everyone, because I don't want a cervix bumper, but also because of this. Um, so, I don't know, it just... It looks really... Uh, it looks really creepy. Um, it says it won't interfere with your sex or ability to reach orgasm. Um, and women using it have experienced small amounts of weight gain and loss. Although it might, necessarily, it might not necessarily be caused by neuvering. Uh, and it said it's most likely, it's unlikely that your partner won't feel it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I mean... It doesn't say, and also the dodgy thing is in the pamphlet, it doesn't have any side effects. Whereas with all the rest of them, they said, here's the good, here's the bad. Yeah. Okay, so. All right. Nuvering says, you know, oh God, listen to this. I was on Nuvering for a while and I loved it. 
Birth control itself does not cause you to gain weight. It can only be responsible for up to five pounds, which is water weight. Anything over that is the cause of an increased appetite, which is brought on by the hormones. This is what someone's saying. And since this is a, a continuous flow, it's less likely that you'll gain weight, like with the new moon. Mm. Uh, with it, you leave it in for three weeks and then take it out for one to have your period. There will be times... It, okay, this is what I freaked out about and this is why I can never use it. There will be times that it will fall out, like with sex or if you're having a bowel movement. Just rinse it off and put oh, it back Jesus in. Jesus Christ. I know, I know. It's like, what, am I in fucking train spotting? Yeah. And like, <laughs> I, I've just crapped out the suppository and I have to fish around the toilet and get it back? No. Oh, my goodness. If you can use tampons, this will be like nothing. That's what someone said. The most common side effect is the increased amount of normal vaginal discharge. Mm. Um, but most of the feedback with the NuvaRing was really good. So, but yeah, just the whole <sighs> fishing out of the toilet bowl. <laughs> okay. Get a new one. So, next one is Depot Provera. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have, an, I, I think I do have info for that. Do I have to read that? Oh, hiccup. Uh, so, Depo Provera, I think. Depo Provera. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. That's the um, contraception injection. Uh, now, uh, it protects from pregnancy for 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. What happens, um, it injects. Like, uh, you have to go to the doctor every three months and get an injection. I know. And it's so expensive then. Mm. Um, Okay, so it's more effective than oral contraception. Uh, Not as many accidental pregnancies. Um, Also, you know, because you don't need to remember to take it every day. Um, Yeah, effective for 12 weeks. There's an injection into your butt or sometimes into the muscle of your upper arm. Um, When you have the injection during the first five days, it prevents you from getting pregnant straight away. Like, for the first five days of your period. Um, but if you're at wrong time in your cycle, it might take longer. Um, then you just have to keep on having the injections every three months, all the time, every three months. Um, and periods often become irregular and sometimes last longer, but heavy bleeding is not very common. You can have continual light bleeding for some weeks or find that your periods stop altogether. The longer you use DMPA, the more likely it is that your periods will stop or you may just have an accident, uh, an occasional light period. Mm. When you stop using it, your periods will take some time to return to their regular cycle, uh, usually about 10 months, although it may take up to 18 months. Some women may also gain weight, get headaches, or feel depressed while they are using it. Oh. So that's obviously some nasty hormonal yeah. stuff. So this one... Oh, this one had some incredibly scary things online. Mm. This was the least positive one. Mm. I found so many horror stories. Um, I've been on the depot for, I'd say, a little over a year. I have had side effects, and that's what made me do the search on the shot to find this form Mm. that they were talking. Okay, here are the side effects I have experienced. By the way, I'm 23 years old. Abdominal pain, cramps. Loss in sexual interest, mood swings and anger, tiredness, lack of lubrication, have gone from being wet down below to becoming very dry. 10 to 15 Whoa. pounds in weight gain. What's that in kilos? Five to seven, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just some really scary things like like this woman got it injected and um, 
the muscle collapsed around where she got it injected. Oh, my God. Yeah, and all of this other really, really nasty stuff. So that was really scary. Um, yeah. And, oh, okay, so here's the last one that I was thinking looked really positive. Um, is It's called Marina. It's M for Mary, I for India, R for Robert, E for Egg, N for No, A for Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and so far... Oh, in Flannon! I forgot to do research on that. Oh, it looks bad anyway. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Implanted. Well, Maradu, I think, is on this. Mm. Um, and so is um, Naradu, my uh, Alex tutor. She's on it. Um, and you get in it's your the arm. rod? Yeah, yeah, the rod that you get in your arm. Mm. And, um, well... Okay, why don't you... Actually... What's this one? Sorry, guys, just give me a second. Okay. Alright, so... Implantal must be removed no later than three years after it's inserted. After three years? That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and after you've had it, straight away you can get pregnant again, pretty much. And after you've had it for a while, um... Mm-hmm. Like, so you get it swapped over. And that's good, because then you don't need any other contraceptive, like... Okay, so say if it's been two years and 11 months, mm. you just get them swapped. Mm. But what my tutor friend was saying was... It's basically like you're pregnant for the first two weeks. Yeah. Your hom- hormones are ridiculous. It looks about the size of a matchstick. Yeah. Maybe slightly thinner. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to read this page? Well, I just quickly have a check. What is Implanon? It's a long-active uh, reversible contraceptive. It's a thin, flexible plastic rod which is inserted just under the skin of the inside of your upper arm. And it has a picture here. It says it's 40 millimetres long. Oh, yes, that's oh, about okay. a match thing. Uh, is it expensive? No. Implement is available on the pharmaceutical benefits scheme. One cost of three years of contraception. Ask your doctor, family planning professional, or pharmacist. <laughs> Are you speaking like a jock? Implement, is it suitable for me? Yeah. Probably not for you. Uh, it is a comp- contraceptive option for most women, as long as they are prepared to accept altered menstrual bleeding patterns... Oh, okay. What happens when it's inserted? For uncomplicated removals, isn't it? Oh, oh no, no, don't yeah. skip those two pages. Uh, yep. How long can I use it? It can be designed for effective for three years. After three years, it does not immediately stop working, but the reliability slowly decreases. Uh, it has to be removed after three years. A new rod or another form of contraceptive should be used immediately if you do not want to get pregnant. Or if, you know... To stop having sex. Um, no deal. Failure to remove at the end of the three years may increase your chance of ectopic pregnancy. What's that meant to me? Oh, is that like freak it's child? Pregnancy not in the womb. 
Oh, God the damn it. Uh, can it be removed earlier? Yes. Very, very good it can be. Uh, how does it prevent pregnancy? It slowly releases a hormone, progestogen, which prevents the monthly release of an egg from your ovaries. The effect of the implant also prevents sperm from entering the womb. Oh, okay. There is no egg to be fertilized. You cannot become pregnant. Oh, so it's like double thread. Uh, and then... Blah. It's... It says it's extremely reliable. But there's nothing that's 100% reliable, which is shocking. Mm. Um, Short of ripping out your insides. <laughs> uh, uh, will people see it? No. Okay, now. Um, it says, will it cause mood changes? says, yes, since it's hormonal. Well, you know, it may. Um, weight gain was reported as a drug-related side effect in 6.4% during the two-year trial. However, women in control groups who are using the non-hormonal contraceptives also showed similar weight gain. Um, vaginal bleeding may occur at irregular intervals during the use of Implanon. You also may not have any bleeding at all. It is important to have regular medical checkups. So... Pain with menstruation was reduced eighty eight percent, but it says like sometimes no one has it. Approximately twenty percent of women will stop having periods while using implant on. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus, um, I don't know. I think because it's quite you know like it's it's hormonal again. It's the same kind of deal. Yep. Um, you know, for me anyway, because estrogen, you guys, estrogen poisons me. Um. Now, this keeps... A lot of people have said there's been a lot of talk of mood swings, uh, a bit of lack of libido, a bit of gaining weight. Um, okay, but then again, not mood swings. <laughs> oh, anyhow, as great as that is all, I bleed all the time. It is driving me crazy. I'm used to light periods. Oh, jeez. Okay, so this is um oh god, yeah, a lot of a lot of people are reporting really, really heavy, heavy mood swings. I don't need that. And and weight gain too. You don't need that. No, no. Okay, so that doesn't sound very great. But then nobody swears by it, so I don't know. Mm. Okay, so now the one that I found to be the best, you know, through the research, was Marina. Why um, children not covered? I know. It's an IUD. Oh, because it suggests. Oh, oh, I'll read it out. Um, Marina is an effective, long-term, and reversible method of contraception. Actually, okay. If you have to... Hang on. I'll read this one first. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's a progesterone, uh, progestogen IUD. It contains that hormone. Um, the 
device is placed inside the uterus to prevent pregnancy. It has a fine nylon string attached to it. When the device is in place, the string comes out through the cervix, the neck of the uterus, into the far end of the vagina. If you feel right up inside your vagina with your finger, you can check that the string can be felt coming out of the cervix and know it is still in place. The string also makes it easy for a doctor to remove the IUD. So it changes the lining of the womb and causes the mucus in the cervix to become thicker so that sperm cannot enter the uterus. It also stops ovulation in some of the women who use it, especially in the first year of use. Um, mm-hmm. Now, a lot of it is... Um, I mean, they, they tend to kind of suggest it for women who've had a baby or, uh, or like, you know, they've already had a baby and they want to not have any more or they've already had a baby and they want to have a big gap. Mm. in between them Mm. Um, for a few different reasons Um, but one of them is because their cervix has like kind of been unlocked so it's easier to insert whereas with me they probably might have to put me to sleep even oh really they said well they said probably local anesthetic's fine Mm. um oh okay so when you should think seriously before choosing this IUD uh, if any of these apply to you, it's best to talk to them with your doctor. You have not had children but want to have children in the future. No. Mm-hmm. You have had an ectopic pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Pregnancy mm-hmm. issue. You have had an abnormal pap test that may require treatment. You have a medical condition that makes it very risky for you to have an internal infection, e.g. rheumatic heart disease or treatment with steroids or other drugs to stop your immune system from working. Mm-hmm. Or you've already had an IUD that came out by itself. Oh, gee. I know, right? Um, the space inside your uterus is fairly small or large uh, or you're going to a place where you'll be unable to have follow-up checks. But it's five years. So. Oh, right. Five years. And I mean, in America, they'd probably have this. Oh, of course they would. Um, okay, so it makes it, it's more effective than the pill. It can stay in place and protect against a pregnancy for five years. The cost of the device is subsidised for those with a Medicare card makes it an extremely inexpensive method of contraception. Mm-hmm. Uh, fertility returns immediately after you take it out, so you have to be careful, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it reduces menstrual bleeding. This is good for women who normally have heavy or last long-lasting periods or for women who get heavy or long periods when they use copper IUD. This is possible problems. A change in your periods with irregular bleeding is likely for the first three to five months, but with longer use, it is common to have light periods or not at all. So it might be a bit tricky for a while, mm. but, I mean, if it, if it lightens, that's great. Like, because, um, oh, yeah. I mean, mm. it would be a hassle bleeding again, mm. but, I mean, if it's going to be non-hormonal, because mm. you guys, because it's inserted into the cervix, all the hormonal stuff's kind of going around really locally in there, it's not getting up to your brain kind of thing. Like, you know, it's not absorbed. Your entire system's not taking it on. It's very localised. Mm. Um, Still works. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, now it says the IUD may be pushed out of the uterus into the vagina and can even fall out, e.g. when you go to the toilet, without you noticing. Mm-hmm. This can leave you at risk of getting pregnant. This is why you need to check for the string regularly. Mm. However, if it is going to come out, it is more likely during the first few weeks after insertion. The chance of the progesterone, I, progesterone IUD coming out by itself is slightly higher than with copper ones. Mm. Um, 
very rarely the device can pass into the wall of the uterus and even more rarely through the wall of the uterus into the abdominal cavity. Oh, Jesus. I don't know how creepy. How sharp is this thing? I don't know. Okay, uh, approximately 3% of women using the IUD report symptoms such as vaginal dryness, flushing, headaches, nausea, <laughs> nausea acne, and mood changes. Mm-hmm. 3%. I like those odds. <laughs> um, now you'll need to see a doctor twice for this advice, device. Once on the first visit, uh, the doctor will ask you questions about your gener- general and reproductive health. You get an exam, a pap smear. On the second one, you'll have it inserted. Here we go. You may have a local anesthetic before it, an- anesthetic before it is inserted, but this is not always needed. Your doctor will explain the procedure to you. It takes about 10 minutes. Some women find it a little uncomfortable. You may have cramping, low abdominal pain at time at the time of the insertion, and this is why we ask you to have an apragesic or Panadol before the insertion. You may feel faint during or after the insertion and will probably be asked to rest a while before you leave the clinic. Uh, you may have period-like cramps and bleeding or spotting in the first few days after the IUD is inserted. Uh, you should avoid putting anything into your vagina. No vaginal sex, no tampons, baths, swimming or spas for two to three days to redu- reduce the risk of infection because it's probably still healing. Yeah. Like it might scratch up a bit. You'll need to go back to the doctor for a checkup four to six weeks after the insertion. After that, you'll need a checkup every year. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, so it can be removed, you know, as early as you want to. Um... And then they have to use this uh, instrument. Uh, okay, so learn to check the string each month after a period to make sure it is still in the right place. If you have any unusual symptoms, e.g., discharge from your vagina or pain in your lower abdomen, this could be the, P- the IUD. So see a doctor straight away. Uh, so I'd have to be doing, I'd still have to be doing the pregnancy tests every month. Mm. Um, And it says, (laughs) if you have to collect your marina from a chemist, do not be alarmed by the size of the box. (laughs) 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 Oh, dear God. (laughs) Um, The system is usually fitted either during your period or within seven days from the beginning of your period. Um, Okay, so after each period, or about once a month, you can feel for the two fine threads. Mm-hmm. Your doctor will show you how to do this. You should also go to your doctor if you feel the lower end of the system itself or your, you or your partner feel discomfort during sexual intercourse. Um, it's possible for your partner to feel the ends of the threads. If this causes discomfort, your doctor can adjust the threads for you. Um, so many women have spotting. So spotting is when you just get like a little bit and you think, ah, oh, crap, I'll come up here and then nothing happens. Mm. Um, I haven't really ever had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or light bleeding in addition to periods for three to six months after the system is fitted. Panty liners should be all that is required. They're like they're like pads, but they're a bit thinner. Mm-hmm. Um, sh- well, they're much thinner. Yeah. Um, should be all that is required for protection during the first week after fitting, and after this, tampons may be used if needed. Well, that's good. Mm. There's a gross picture of like a diagram of uterus growth. I says, um, it do, uh, it was saying, you know, about, like, what happens, you know, is it abnormal to not have periods? It's like, it does not mean that you have reached the menopause. 
And it keeps saying, the menopause. Mm. I just thought it was funny. It tickled me. Uh, marina should not cause any change in your weight. Studies have shown that women using marina have not changed their weight any more than women not using it. Mm. The level of hormone in the woman's bloodstream is very low, so the hormonal side effects such as tender breasts, headaches, or acne are less likely. If they occur, they should go away after a few months. Okay, what about so, craziness? Well, let's see what the... Oh, my God. So, some... Okay. Some people said pain with it going in, like inserting it, or during sex. Some people said no pain at all, they couldn't feel it. Some people said it was the worst pain ever. Getting it inserted was agony. And they've had, like, three kids. They probably didn't have any painkillers beforehand. Um, some people say loss of libido, uh, libido, but for me that would be a blessing. Um... <laughs> Some, a, a lot of people said light and period. One person mentioned a perforated uterus. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> um, I had Marina inserted when it first came on the market. I must have been an exception, exceptional case because my time with it was miserable. The insertion was so painful I cried. Afterwards I had bleeding and cramping and that terrified me. And I nearly bled to death at child... And I nearly bled to death at childbirth. So he's saying, oh, she's yeah, saying, yeah. then for the next five months, I had had more bleeding days than not. I had constant cramps, sex was unbearable, and the IUD eventually punctured my uterus so thoroughly that I had to get it surgically removed. Oh. <laughs> to this day, I have a scar, I have scar, scar tissue from it that can be seen on ultrasounds and completely blocks my right fallopian tube. Oh my god. A lot of people had pain for a few weeks or months, um, or their body rejected it. So they had to get it taken out. Um, And I once said, I may be answering this too late, but I have had the marina for just over two years and it's been fabulous. After a shaky start, six weeks of bleeding. Jesus. I haven't had a period since. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Stick with it for a few months and you may get a great result like mine. Some people said, weight gain. Now this guy said... That might be an excuse. Yeah, yeah. Um, this guy said, can't answer all your questions because I'm a guy, but I can tell you that the discomfort was so bad with my girlfriend, I begged her to get it removed, which she did. It amounted to a stabbing sensation at the tip of my penis. Ouch. Oh. But apparently you can get the strings cut quite short. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I guess the superficial questions with that one would be, would you be okay with, like, feeling for the string and stuff? Oh, you want me to feel for it? Well, like, because we could both do it, but it would probably be easier for you because you've got longer fingers, you know. I mean, my, my fingers are so fucking stubby. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I probably yeah, would be no, able to I would reach. be fine with that, of course. And would you be fine with feeling it if it didn't hurt, or would that creep you out? It's fine if it c- would creep you out, because it creeps me out a bit. I think it's fine with me. Yeah? Um, would you be okay with bleeding for six weeks? If I don't get a period for two years... See, that's the thing, there's, um, what you call, like, there's teething problems with every form of contraception. Um, but yeah, it just depends if it's, if it's too bad or not. Mm -hmm. And it's good that you're really honest with me, because, you know, you often can't see it. Like, a lot of people said, I didn't think I had any mood swings, but I don't know, you'd have to ask my husband. You know, because, which is, I mean, which is fair enough, because... I didn't notice my awful, awful, awful mood swings when I had um, the other one. Mm. You know, so 
I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Do you think that one sounds good, or do you think I should stick to the pill, or do you think other ones? You should consider this one, I suppose. Um, it sounds pretty drastic. It does sound very hardcore. Mm. To have to have some doctor push it in you. Yeah. I'll give you the... Um, but if you think it's going to help you ultimately, you know, because you know, you're working very hard at the gym and you're doing so well with dieting... Um, I just think, not only for weight loss, but I think it would help with my moods. I think. And I, I mean, if I didn't have mood swings, and if I was losing weight, then I wouldn't mind bleeding, you know? I guess it depends on the pain, too. Yeah, it does. Hmm. So, I don't know, but like, it's there with the other info, so have hmm. a read of it. But So boys don't have nearly as many options. Well, boys have one option, um, vasectomies, and I hear they're reversible, but we mm, will, mm. Uh, we've got some very special to talk about with that, Yes. and we'll insert it here. Heavily produced gold you've come to know and love. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> okay, so welcome to the pre-recorded, well, post-recorded part of our contraception special. Mm-hmm. And now we have an uber special guest. With us today is Bruce. Yay! Yay. Well, thank you very much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Bruce has... Um, S- uh, an angle on this that we haven't considered yet. Well, I've considered it. Considered <laughs> <laughs> it. Um, do you, Bruce, do you want to tell us about um, what you and your wife uh, decided well, to do? Sure. We we've chosen to go with the uh, I guess permanent method of contraception because uh, we reached a point in our life where we decided we had the right amount of children. And didn't need to add any more. Yep. And so I've gone and had the little operation and uh, had the vasectomy. Mm. Ah. The Is snip. And, and you're the only one that had something done, or did, did she have something done? No, no, I'm the, I'm the only one. Oh. Because Bobby says <laughs> that his auntie and uncle, the auntie got the tubes, tubes tied, the uncle got the vasectomy, and somehow his powerful sperm pushed through both and they had a red-headed child. You do see a red-headed child that didn't need to be there, though, don't you? Uh-huh. Well, no, it's funny because he, it's the only red-headed child like all the rest of brunette or blonde. Mm. There, there is apparently uh, some minuscule rate of failure worldwide, and I guess uh, that's the example which means it's not 100%. To mm. the, the number that gets quoted by the doctor is to, to the success rate. Okay, see, it could be an example of a, fa- like, a tiny failure rate, or it could be an example of Bobby wanting to keep his kurats, so <laughs> just lying to me. Wow. It could be just a lie, Bruce. I think I'm not prepared to rule that out. <laughs> well, okay, because, see, where we are, I mean, I would love it if he... We're, we're up to our optimal amount of children right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, our company line is, we don't... Okay, we're not ruling anything out. 
but at this stage it's extremely unlikely okay. that we'll be having kids. Basically, well, you know, you've heard us. We're selfish fucking children. Yeah. You know, Look, I'd, I'd be prepared to debate that a little bit because I, I do see some uh, parental instincts kicking in with you two occasionally. <laughs> but you tend to project it onto things like dogs, dogs and <laughs> yeah. and things. So, uh, you know, all you need to do is sort of, uh, you know, move up the, the speciation chain a bit further and <laughs> you can handle the child. I got a robot. Does that count? Oh, that's even more awesome than a child. Yes. <laughs> It is my hassle. Um, Did you mold it in your own image? <laughs> if I was a spider. Call him Mini Bobby. <laughs> so you have a spider robot child. Oh, he's, he's a bit like a spider. Actually, we should put that as our ID for yeah. this um, yeah. thing, solely for the WTF value. Yeah. It's like, contraception talk, robot! <laughs> yeah, we'll put a photo of him up. He's very cute. <laughs> anyway, okay, yeah, so, um, tell us about the process. So, well, having made that decision, you, there's... Uh, any number of uh, local surgeons and stuff that will do the job for you. So I went for a visit. He explained that uh, it's all going to be done under a local. You'll be fine. Uh, there may be some bleeding. And uh, come and see me next Thursday because I, I do about a dozen every Thursday morning. Oh, so Jesus. I turned up on the Thursday morning with several blokes in the, in the waiting room. Get called in, drop trowel. He, uh, <laughs> snip, snip. Pulls it all through, you know, it gets a little, uh, the, you know, much like any other operation, you get the, the green surgical cloth with a hole in it to oh, make yeah. it clear just which area he's supposed to be working in. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if he's doing a dozen a week, I'd reckon <laughs> he shouldn't need much of a map to indicate which area hmm. he's going to work in. Do you get to keep the gown? No, no gown. No, for, Nothing for like that. It's just, just walking off the street. It was um, mm. sort of informal surgery. I guess. And so it was a local anaesthetic. Local anaesthetic. So, now, uh, to all the guys listening out there, it's not as bad as you think it is. (laughs) It's only really horrible. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, there are are several low points in the procedure. The first one is the first injection into the scrotum. Ah. Uh, And then then after, after that, you don't really feel an awful lot mm-hmm. um, and then there's sort of I think Desi's really you can, into you can feel things happening down there and so you know you can sort of feel the incision but not really uh, oh, wow. see I'm putting off everyone now as <laughs> <laughs> a potential option um, but yeah, yeah, yeah no, there's sort of a, a little bit of rummaging around I guess and that, that's possibly the worst bit the, the rummaging around and, and getting things out then there's a uh, you know you can hear he gets the scissors out and then I don't know if every surgeon does this but when he held it up and showed it to me <laughs> the bit that he had removed that was the low point <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> Let you take it home so you could, you know, well, put it in the fry yeah, pan or something? Uh, he insists that you take it home, much the same as any other <laughs> surgical thing, you know, to, to prove that it's been done. He gives you the bits in a little jar to <laughs> take home with you. Um, so like cutting off and then, 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 then it was a, a somewhat unpleasant burning smell 
in the room, which I realised that uh, yeah, that was me as he cauterised. Oh the, Jesus! Uh, he salted your junk. Sort of, yeah. Well, <laughs> without the solder. <laughs> yeah, just, just a bit just of heat to make yeah. sure it uh, gets sealed off correctly. Mm. Uh, stitches you up and sends you home. Okay. <clears throat> I can't believe he showed it to you. Yeah, well, he's going to yeah. put it in a jar and give it to you. So I'm and then you're like, my wife, I present you with the last of my variety. I may still have it in a cupboard somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I guess it wasn't painful just to be creepy because of the local anaesthetic? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just that, that weird, the rummaging was, mm. was a bit... Mm. Yeah, having a doctor play with your junks. And they were literally scissors. Well, I, I wasn't looking, to be honest. <laughs> Not with the good uh, scissors. I was pretty interested yes, in the, the good ceiling scissors. while all this was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um, and, okay, so firstly, what was the price like? Can you get it with, like, Medibank or something or HPA? Um, yeah, just standard standard medical procedure, claimable on... Um, on Medicare. Oh, great. So it was like, say, I know, an ingrown toenail or something like that? Yeah, something like that. I, I can't remember, but it, it was, I think, less than $200 to have it done. Oh, that's pretty mm. cheap, Bobby. And I think that included the um, the pathology afterwards, too. Oh, okay. So, so you get sent home at this point, and I spent you know, the, the rest of the day sitting on a bag of frozen peas mm-hmm. and you know, not, not prepared to look and... You know, didn't make a bathroom visit until the next day because I mm-hmm. just didn't want to mess around with that. But then I did find that uh, something he, he obviously was sneakier than I thought because the first time I did go to the bathroom, I noticed that he'd managed to smuggle in two purple baseballs without oh, me knowing. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! So what was the aftercare like? They, like they were really were they uh, large? Things were a bit swollen, a bit sore. Yeah. Uh, for for a couple of days afterwards. Um, so he did it on Thursday, but I was back at work on Monday, so oh, great. I was able to to uh, get through the, the weekend okay. Uh, did you manage then, to fit in a game of golf? Stitches that dissolve and stuff over time, and mm-hmm. eventually it all just sort of uh, washed away, and I'm left with a, a little scar, which I'll just um, hold up to the camera here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can hardly see that. Yeah, mm. so it's about a centimetre. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the hair covers it. <laughs> That's right, and, and, you know, scrotums being what they are, you know, it does blend in somewhat. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon you could just hack one up before anyone noticed. Like, if you're into S&M, oh, but then I guess if you burnt it with, like, a cigarette, the hair wouldn't grow there, so it'd be more noticeable. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, um, I'll come back. And uh, you're given a little a list of things to do, which essentially is uh, ejaculate 20 times before... Uh, providing a pathology sample. So, you know, essentially you're under doctor's orders over the next four weeks to, to rub one out pretty much every day on average. Wow. Mm. So that's so they can make sure that the snip works? Yeah. No, mm. that's right. It's, it's, it's to, uh, I guess, flush out the pipes. <laughs> yeah. Of, uh, any, any remnant uh, living sperm. Mm-hmm. So, so you just uh, have, you have semen, but you have no sperm in it. Exactly so. Mm. So now, when you come, is it just exactly the same look and everything that yeah, what it used exactly to be? Yeah, exactly the same. Oh, yeah, look, I, I can't vouch for, for any taste or anything, <laughs> but uh, it certainly seems the same to me. Yeah, yeah. Because it just seems like such a kind of um, 
a, a drastic thing. Like, surely something would change, but nothing. No, no, not really. And so how long did it take until it was completely 100% better? About a month? Yeah, yeah, easily inside the month. Hmm. Well, that sounds like way more simple. Like, my mum got her tubes tied, and she's a pretty slow healer anyway. And she had the worst fucking trouble with that. Like, it was really, like, the scar. Yeah, I, I think it's a, a, certainly a more dramatic piece of surgery, you know. You're mm. actually having to get inside the torso, whereas, you know, all, all the bits you need to action for the second, you're sort of there and Dangling out there, yeah. <laughs> it's just on the table, literally on the table. He was yeah, like, don't like, put that there. slap it out there. <laughs> so is it is it your body still producing sperm? It's just not going anywhere. What's what's the deal? Yes, yes. So so the word the doctor gave me is that, that they're still being produced, but then they they sort of just die and get reabsorbed or something. So oh. <laughs> things are still happening. So sperm so you practice. still retain the same, I guess, uh, hormonal balance and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's important. And like, yeah, maybe you just cough them out or something. <laughs> You're just a bit phlegmier than usual. <laughs> Yes, Bobby, coughing up your own semen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, he won't even kiss me after I've given him a blowjob, so he's not okay with anything with, to do with semen. Anything. Well, uh, you will you'll have to get a little bit intimate with the semen during that, that four-week period. Mm. Mm. Some access and stuff. But the, the cup they give you to provide the sample in is just so small. It was oh, really? An exercise in logistics to <laughs> try and fit that in somehow. You have to get a special funnel. Like, I'm pitching oh, this I didn't think of a funnel. <laughs> I did ask that if it, if it was okay if there was, you know, other stuff in there with it. Like, potentially saliva or someone else's DNA. Or, uh, they said they would prefer it if it was just, just a sample, please. <laughs> Some blood. Oh, fucking hardcore. Um, and tell me you were, like, you know, kind of macho ass on your way. Do you have a big cup? I'm going to need, like, a bucket. <laughs> but, sir, you're already ejaculating 20 times. Yeah, in a row. I'll still need a bucket. <laughs> the, other, the other fun bit was when I rang up to get the results. And so, yeah, I just talked to the, the nice receptionist girl at the, the pathology place. Oh, yeah, so I have your results here, Bruce. Uh, yeah, uh, all clear. Do what you like with it. <laughs> Have a festival. I'm not sure if that was an offer. <laughs> Take it anyway. And you're like, oh, anything. <laughs> but you don't get a certificate or anything, though. Oh. Oh. They don't, they don't say, you know, uh, Bruce is all clear, you know, just uh, Today's day. knock yourself out. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, nothing really. No no actual proof. Yeah, that, except uh, for the. The result is. Uh, the low sperm count. 100% locked off. Oh. Mm. Well, yeah, like when we went to get tested when we started going out, like, yeah, the, um, at the Melbourne Sexual Health Centre, they had, um, you know, the certificate with all clear for this, 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 this. And I dared Bobby, but he wouldn't do it, to go to a pub and be all like, hey, baby, and slam his certificate of free of any VD down and go, and that's today's date. <laughs> <laughs> but he wouldn't do it. The counter-argument to that is, you know, this is like... That's earlier today, though. What's happened since then? <laughs> Three orgies. Yeah, ask the doctor to put the time on it and then just piss bolt. <laughs> yeah. Look, 3.59, it's 4.03 now. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, a couple of hours and, you know, <laughs> it's, it's all 
Um, well, Bobby, do you have any other questions? Um, no, I think we covered how, everything. How long did it take for the swelling to go down and the bruising? Oh, yeah, easily within that, those first couple of weeks. Okay. To, to be honest, uh, I've received worse playing cricket. Yeah. Oh. And, and you know, I guess, Bobby, if there's been any sport or, or other... Oh, activities. there's none of that you, shenanigans. You've probably already had uh, an incident as bad happen to you just just by oh, being male and, and reaching your, your age take your foot yeah but not my balls yeah but still well he had a fat chick stomp on his foot once i'm talking like 160 kilos yeah she was fat and actually foot in, in foot. the groin no <laughs> no we're yeah, just talking well, the, about the groin there is the difference oh well what if i punch your junk <gasps> can i punch your junk no on the no one's offering accidentally just one day <laughs> yeah. um yeah, maybe, maybe when you sleep, just roll over and, and just have the elbow cocked as you roll over. Yeah, hey! And, and that's as bad as it's ever going to be. See? Well, yeah, like, I mean, we're not looking at um, anything permanent. I mean, I would love to get something permanent now because I've just got a phobia about childbirth because I would be an awful, awful mother. I don't want to put anyone through that. But, um, yeah, I guess essentially we're both still... I mean, Bobby's 27, I'm 26... We're going to... What? 28. 28. Oh, sorry. Bobby's... That's, that's about the age I had mine done. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, but you were, like, sensible. You had kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah, swallowed it. Uh, we're still so just, just fucking just chasing our tails. I was 20, 28 or 29. Mm, mm. And it's, re- it's reversible. Do they put that uh, back in? Yes. Oh, yeah. They take it out of the jar, put it back in. <laughs> No? I, that doesn't I don't think they take it back out of the jar and put it back in. Hello? Oh, have we got... Uh, hang on. Oh, yeah, there I don't you know are. There. Okay, sorry. Who's going to get the jar? <laughs> oh, I, I can get that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know where it is. <laughs> it's just with some, like, you know, kind of random, like, tax statement from, you know, 2004. Yeah. Um, a business card. Birth certificate from birth kids. Birth certificate from, like, you know, your, your eldest daughter. Semen yeah. tube. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like, what do they do if they reverse it? Is it, like, did they explain if it was easy to get reversed? Uh, I think the reversal process, and this is mere speculation, is you chop off the cauterized bits... Oh, yeah, and re-sew it again. Oh. And then, then stitch, stitch it back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The same as you would join any, you know, broken pipe. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's broken pipe. Yeah. <laughs> like a hose that's been sun-damaged in a bit. It's exactly like a hose that's been sun-damaged. It's sun. a lot like that, although I don't think you have those little splice bits where you put jam the hose in on each end and then mm-hmm. sort of screw it up. <laughs> it is so much easier if you did. I reckon we could patent that right here, right now. <laughs> Let's just get a little design together, and I've just got to get the measurements right, because it's got to be about a millimetre. Alright. Well, we'll talk to the blokes at, well, who's the, is it, what's the hose company? Schwab? Uh, Nilex. Nilex, uh, that's right. Surely Nilex have, have uh... Semen pipes. Yeah. <laughs> we call them, and this guy's like, oh, just one moment. I know, I've been thinking. Do it. <laughs> He's already got the drawings. Cool. Well, yeah. Like, like I mean, I mean, um, my sewing instructor. She's 
in her late 50s. But she went to get her tubes tied when she was 25. And they said, no, you're too young. So she went back and did it when she was 35. But she said um, that... And she said, because she grew up on a dairy farm, and she said when they um, desexed the cows, they'd get all bloated. <laughs> and she said, I know this sounds horrible, but the same thing happened to me. Like, mm. once my, my tubes tied, I felt like really, like I got this kind of um, bit of bloating in my stomach that I couldn't get rid of. Mm. And this was back when she was, she used to be tiny. She's, you know, pretty big now. She's about the size of my mum. Mm. But, yeah, so... She said, like, there's a lot of... And even my mum said there's a lot of really evil stuff with with getting your tubes tied. But at the same time, I mean, I can't... Would we Would we trust just the vasectomy? You would be still taking pregnancy tests and stuff, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, right, it's significantly more reliable than whatever it is you're using now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, we're actually, um, uh, that's what we're talking about on the, um, on the special, like, because we're swapping over, um, from the pill to this rod thing. Not the rod in the arm, uh, a cervixy rod. An IUD. Yes, yes, but not as 80s. <laughs> I remember there was this awful movie I saw once. Oh, and it was like this Porky's kind of movie. And they go, and she goes, do I need ID to get in here? And the bouncer goes, no. And she goes, good, because all I brought was my I-U-D. Isn't that creepy? (laughs) And even then I was like, because I think I kind of had just learned what IUDs were and stuff. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's so fucking creepy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, well, thank you so much for that, Bruce. Yes, thank you very much. That's my pleasure, kids. We have to go get ready for the gym now. Yes. Mm. (laughs) So we can buff up. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, cool. I mean, that's, like uh, like I said, I mean, it's definitely something for us to think about once we get... Uh, the, magi- the magic number for us is about 35. If we haven't... If we're still feeling like we are now at 35, like, just definitely no, 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 um, then we're just going to, ha- you know, have permanent procedures done because, I mean, by the time you get to 37, 38, 39, 40, it kind of gets... Like, into the slightly too late category. And I can't see myself changing that drastically from 35 to, say, 40 if I'm still as adamant about it. Like, if if we get to 35 and we're like, oh, I don't know, maybe, you know, then obviously we'd, um, we'd probably not, not mm. do anything permanent. There's probably adequate time for your biological clock to, to make its choice. Yeah, that's what I reckon. Um... But yeah, so so I guess we've just got another what nine years of um, non-permanent techniques to get through. Mm. Fucking hell, nine years. <laughs> oh, that's so harsh on me. <laughs> Bobby's just like, I'll just put my junks anywhere and it'll be okay. <laughs> She'll deal with that. Pretty much. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you so much for that, Bruce. And I hope everyone found that informative. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, we'll stop recording now. Podcasts, eh?